I greet you all in the precious name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. In last week's podcast, podcast number four, we spoke on being radically committed to God. We emphasize the importance of making that commitment and meaning it. Many of us make this commitment and yet fail. So I'm going to address the second part on this podcast on why many fail. And I will title this podcast, Untangling from the World. Many of us on coming to Christ have difficulty understanding the concept of being in the world, but not being part of the world. And the enemy has used this to cause confusion, to create doubt, because it looks like a very unreasonable request to expect that a human being in this world will have no concord with the world. But that's not what the Bible is saying. So I'm going to read this first scripture and then from there we take it on. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, I read, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So the moment you made that commitment to serve the Lord, the moment you accepted him as Lord and Savior, your sins were forgiven because you have proposed never again to go back. That means you shun sin. Part of that shunning sin is also the things that can cause you to sin again. So I hear you say, but how is it possible to not live in the world? No, I didn't say you won't live in the world. You live in the world, but you will not be part of the world. And so I'm going to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. The word of God says, Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion has light with darkness? And what accord has Christ with Belial? Or what part has a believer with an unbeliever? That's verse 15. And 16 says, And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. That's part of verse 16. I'll go to 17. Still I'm on 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17. Therefore God is saying, Come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean and I will receive you. Verse 18, I'll be a father to you 
You shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. If God did not know that it is possible for you and I to be separate from the world, he would have told us so. And the fact that there are many who have gone before us who have also separated themselves from the world, they lived in the world, but they were not part of the world. And so, I'm going to go to another verse of scripture. Actually, two verses of scripture. 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 to 16. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And verse 17 says, And the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he that does the will of God abides forever. The key word there is doing the will of God. When you are doing the will of God, God will put you in places and circumstances where you are able to be in the world, but you will not be part of the world. Let me expatiate. Let's say you have a job. And in that job, there are a lot of things that are unethical. When I mean unethical, I mean not according to the world standard, but according to the kingdom of God values. Your conscience will tell you that you are in the wrong place. But you need to feed your family. So what do you do? You have radically committed yourself to God. And because you are radically committed and mean it, He speaks into your heart. He guides you. And He will lead you to a better place. You will pray to Him. You ask for guidance. And you pray, Lord, let your will be done. And I can assure you from experience, He will open a door for you to walk out. Sometimes it may mean having some initial pains, but because he sees your obedience, he creates new opportunities. Second, many of us try to be in business relationship with unbelievers. They could be family friends, they could be family too. But I can assure you from experience also, that that business will not work. It will fail. Unless you are willing to make the compromises being demanded by your partner in that business. Because the devil is going to come full ball right there to use that partner or partners to create problems for your faith. Again, you have to go to the Lord in prayers and ask him, Lord, what will I do? But of course, if you walked in with your two eyes open when he demanded that you not get involved in that business, you have to repent. You have to ask for his forgiveness. And you have to take the pains that may come from your disobedience. Third, you're a young lady or you're a young man. You're a Christian. You love the Lord. You have radically committed. 
But you choose to marry this unbeliever. You know in your heart that person is an unbeliever. Your belief is that one day you're going to convert him or her. You are going into an unequal yoking with an unbeliever. You will have problems. But you say, I've already contracted a marriage. How can I walk away from it? I didn't say walk away. You've already done it. You repent. Ask the Lord for forgiveness, guidance. But again, there's always cause. There are repercussions for disobedience. But for those who are contemplating entering into such relationships, whether marriage or business or which city or town to live in, I'm saying, when you're radically committed to God, just like Abraham, wait on the Lord for his guidance and follow his will. When you are walking in the will of God, you cannot go wrong. That's why we say, lead us away from every temptation. Deliver us from all evil. When we pray that our Father's prayer, that's exactly what we mean. But you have been fully surrendered, remember. You have shown sin, made a U-turn from sin. Not if you are still dabbling in sin. You say you are praying. No, if you are praying, God will not hear you. God will only hear you when you are a child of God who is obedient. You have shown sin, for you sin is profane. Number four, there are so many attractions in the world. That's why the Bible says, love not the world or the things in the world. If you love the world so much, if you love doing things like every unbeliever is doing, you participate in their songs and their dances, in your cultural unions, in whatever political affiliations. No, you are not a child of God. If you are, you have fallen. So you have to repent, meaning you have to shun those places. You have to turn away again and cry to God for deliverance and cry to God for guidance. Let me be blunt. It is very difficult for you to be in partisan politics, spin all the lies of your party, and you are claiming that you are a child of God. No, I say you are not. The Bible said, tells me that you are not. Because there are only two parties in this world. The kingdom of God's party and the parties of the world. There are no three parties. There is no good party in the world. The world cannot produce anything good. Every party or platform in whichever country opposes the kingdom in one form or the other. So you go running around with one politician or the other and you die in the process. Well, you're living a life of disobedience. Remember, I'm speaking to children of God, those who genuinely have committed themselves to follow the Lord. And I'm trying to tell you how you can untangle yourself from such unholy relationships. Seek the Lord's face in your closet. Pray to him. Ask him for guidance. And when he speaks into your heart, follow your heart. Follow the prompting and leading of the Holy Spirit. That's how you begin to untangle yourself. But you cannot be in an entanglement with unbelievers in whatever from business, party, politics, 
in a, a marriage relationships, remember you can't walk away from marriage. You entered into it openly. But for political party and other relationships, you can't walk away. For marriage, no, you can't walk away because you've already committed yourself to it. But the Lord will lead you and help you. There's a fifth group I will talk to. And those are the younger people who are growing up now but have committed themselves. Please, shun the ways of the world. God will guide you in every place you go how to shun those ways of the world. Remember, God's word is true. So don't say it's impossible. I say it's very possible. Other, younger, other older people before you have done it, some have passed on, some are living today and are doing it. Sometimes it's not easy. In fact, I'll say oftentimes it's not easy to be shunned by the world because once the world knows that you are untangling yourself, they are going to resist you, they are going to try to ostracize you, but take it from me, from experience. So long as you are holding onto the hem of his garment, the garment of your Lord and Savior, I can assure you that you continue and you'll be able to make such decisions that God, because he's leading you, nothing can happen to you no harm will come to you and you have success. Next week, I shall be speaking on studying the scriptures. Because it's important for us to study the scriptures. So next week, my podcast will be on studying the scriptures. And during that time, I'll be speaking about being, on, being tangling ourselves with church affiliations. Because it's that entanglement there, we think we're serving God, but we're really serving mammon or serving some other thing, but not God. We say we're hearing from the pulpits, but those pulpits are not speaking the truth. They are not promoting kingdom values. So that is reserved next week. Father, commit this podcast and those who hear it to your hands. Father, I pray that the enemy will not take what you have spoken that your word, which is here and amen, will be engrafted in their hearts. And Lord, as any seek your face, you of the entanglements that are in, now you help them to untangle themselves. And those who are in marriage relationships, they went in openly, Father, I pray. Grant them the grace and help their spouses to come to know you. Forgive them, Lord, for their errors and their sins. Help them, Lord Jehovah. Father, you are God. Nothing shall be impossible. Maybe they did not know before. But now they hear your word and are repentant. Forgive, Father. And those in business relationships, Father, the same way you delivered me many years, Father, deliver them. Because they would have gone in there not knowing. Those who are playing politics, thinking they are playing politics to help the world, but really to help the kingdom, convict them, Lord, that they are wrong. And I pray, Lord, forgive them when they come to that recognition and begin to play the politics of the kingdom, which is promoting the kingdom of God, preaching the gospel in season and out of season. Blessed be your holy name, dear Father in heaven. In Jesus' name I have prayed. Amen. Amen.